What's going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony with the Culture Japped Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Today, we uh, have a couple of new episodes dropping. I'm not sure which is first, which is second. That doesn't matter. But what does is what we're talking about, and that is Justice League, the 2018 box office hit. Okay, so as you all know, the new Snyder Cut Justice League is in route. In fact, we're a few days away uh, from it dropping while I record this, which would probably put this either the day before its release. And uh, we want to talk. I, I want to talk about this. Dustin also will be talking about this again. Um, we're going to just talk through kind of what we thought of Justice League the first version, and then dive into kind of the expectations of the Snyder Cut or what we would hope to see. Now, there is two sides to this cassette tape. So if you uh, listen to Dustin's first, that'd be side A. If it's uh, this this run, it's side B and vice versa, depending on uh, who comes out first and uh, who you listen to first. So as you know, March 13, 2018, debuted Justice League, which was uh, tied to both directors, Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder. As we all know, there is the, I guess, uh, differences that were seen from the original concept, which Zack Snyder is finally able to create his dream, his what he's always wanted, and, and then some. In this fashion, he has doubled the length of the movie. So currently, I believe the uh, Justice League is a little bit over two hours, the original cut, and then the Snyder Cut's over four hours long. Um, So as a comparison out of the gate, that definitely gives a lot of uh, extra footage, extra ability to tell stories. And I'm going to start that off uh, with being probably one of my biggest one of well there's several issues but one of my bigger issues with the justice league in my opinion was i felt like it was rushed and at times it was rushed for no reason there were sequences uh there were some of the meetups where uh the team met and talked and it was almost pointless um when i feel like um and this is of course my opinion i feel like they should have probably slow rolled it a little bit, gave you a little bit of a better introduction to who the Baffleck is, who Ben Affleck is and his character. Uh, they really needed to, in my opinion, and I'm going to come back to this in a moment, is building out the cyborg Ray Fisher character um, and even even doing a little bit of work with the Ezra Miller Flash. Um, more or less, it, I, I just feel like all of a sudden, all of these heroes are here. And then, you know, of course, Baffleck goes and gets Aquaman and gets all of these folks. But it wasn't, <clears throat> I feel like the story wasn't compelling enough to make you care. Um, and then, like I said, there were some pointless interactions between people. And then, you know, the the villain is growing. He goes to uh, get the mother boxes and he's collecting these both from Aquaman's area, Wonder Woman's arena and all of these things. And again, it's like, I don't really care about this bad guy. He doesn't, in my opinion, he didn't seem like that badass. 
it it wasn't it was i just felt like the movie was a cash grab i feel like we put enough star power in there and then we're gonna do it this way we're gonna throw everybody into this movie it's gonna prevail it's gonna be big because we've got gal gadot we got ben affleck we got henry cavill we got Jason Momoa, we got Ray Fisher, we got Ezra Miller, we've got, you know, the list goes on and on, Amy Adams, and and just on and on. Um, and so I, I think that was their first mistake and probably one of the most epic. It's like with, and I hope with the Snyder Cut, and from what it kind of looks like, they're going to build some of this up, build up the anticipation, which also allows you to build up the bad guy, build up what he's doing, make it meaningful, not just swatting a, uh, a bug like a or a, this humanoid bug thing like a fly in the beginning of the movie, and then it'd be like, oh, it's coming. And then this mother box stuff that you're not really tied to and don't really give a shit about kind of sells, uh, kind of moves on. A couple of cool ones that were in there, a couple of cool characters that I do want to talk about. In, in fact, that would be my next thing. So one, I feel like it was rushed. Two, the characters in it, I... Let's just talk about that. So we got Henry Cavill reprising his role as Superman. Good job. I really wish they didn't have to CGI the mustache. I think that was really lame. Um, I think some of the sequences with him, again, were, were goofy where he's come to the realization of what's going on. Cyborg starts freaking out and trying to shoot him. A bit of a ruckus up front there. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Is this important? I I, I felt, I, I felt kind of goofy. I did like how he grew kind of quickly grew back into the Superman we know and love, but I don't know. Um, the Gal Gadot, of course, playing Wonder Woman. <clears throat> she did. She did good. Her character did good. Again, there were some scenes in there where I'm just like, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just the uh, limited amount of time that like Superman and Wonder Woman and some of these characters had that just gave me this thing like, uh, you know, there I, I didn't feel emotionally connected, I guess. And then we have Ben Affleck as Baffleck. I already said it. I, I think either it would have been smart on the studio's part to put a Baffleck movie together um, to let him kind of run his course before this movie. Because, again, I see Baffleck, no, I'm getting this team together. And he's got kind of a funny, at least I will give him this. In Justice League, I felt like he always had some kind of snarky, funny um, comeback or reply to things. So I thought that was okay. But overall, not a huge attachment. I'm putting this team together. And it's just like, but who gives a shit about Batman? I mean, these are, in my opinion, these are real superheroes. Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash. Like, these are legit superheroes. And, like, because we don't know the story that you came from or your character... It just makes me feel like I'm not sure which Batman this is. Um, Ray Fisher, <clears throat> that is the one in Cyborg. Not so much Ray Fisher. I, I can't believe it on the actor. He is the character, and I said this in the past. I hated the way that they depict him physically with the crazy, like some Decepticon-looking armor or something. I don't get that at all. In fact... It, it bothered me watching the scenes with him in it. And the other thing with the way that they portrayed Cyborg, in my opinion, was, yes, he was very, uh, he, he was very kind of sad and somber and uh, not happy. And 
all of this and I didn't like the character. I didn't like that it was the way it was portrayed. And I, and I say that it's not, it has nothing to do with Ray Fisher. It's just like the way that he came off, the way that the character was acting in the, in the movie, it was like, I don't like this guy. I, there's not a trait about him that draws me to want to like him. So that would be one of the biggest character issues that I saw with the movie was the way that they portrayed cyborg. Now, you can pull from many, many variations from the comic version of Cyborg, uh, the Teen Titans cartoon show, the uh, Teen Titans, the the TV show. Um, and there's different ways to slice it. And that slice that they took, I feel like uh, wasn't wasn't well executed. Um, and then we've got Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Uh, I liked how they did him. He was kind of the mystery man in and out. I don't care. This is my deal. Um, that kind of that kind of uh, rogue kind of badass thing. It, it was OK. I mean, some of it was kind of goofy, like where he takes off swimming into the lake. Uh, the fir- I think it was the first scene with uh, Batman there. I thought that was kind of cheesy when he takes off. I thought leading up to that was OK, but it was like, did, did he really just have to do that? It just looked so cheesy and just goofy. Um, but overall, I think Aquaman does okay in the movie. There, there's again some sequences that I don't know that it's it fits his character, or if it's out of character, or they have to have this consistent camaraderie between everybody. If that's like a thing that maybe he's played off too uh, often, I don't know. Regardless, I think he fit the he fit the role and he did decent. He also had a movie, right? He has he has Aquaman, um, so. Next one is Ezra Miller as Flash. Now, I like how they did Ezra, or I liked Ezra Miller as he represented the Flash. I like how they did the Flash character as he's kind of like this goofy kid trying to figure stuff out, uh, doesn't really understand what he's doing or why he's doing it. And then, of course, he makes some really funny comments throughout the show. The comedic relief, in my opinion, was Ezra Miller. Um, he also looked cool. I like the way. I like the way he looked as far as his costume goes, um, the design, and then some of the sequences with him as well. Again, I feel like missed opportunities there to where you could have definitely exploited more information or more story arc with some of the Batman, Cyborg, and Flash for sure. Um, and it would have been good. I, I I think a little bit longer with those characters and maybe maybe with explaining or giving the audience or maybe it's just me myself a better understanding of why Cyborg is so negative and, and just so one one direction kind of guy. I, I think that would help. And they got to fix the armor. I just can't stand it. Um, so, again, Flash Ezra Miller, I thought, did a pretty good job. Now, there's some other characters, but I did. I'm not going to go over them because they're kind of second tier, not really relevant. Um, But I do want to talk about a couple here. Two to be specific. One being the uh, interesting choice for Mr. James Gordon. They had J.K. Simmons. Now, I thought he did a great job. Um, but it's cool because he's obviously in this. He's also in Spider-Man. He's in a lot of movies, but I just thought that was cool. Interesting in- interesting uh, take on it. I thought he looked like he could be the part. Obviously, he had limited, very limited uh, role as character role. 
Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. And then Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I thought that was very interesting um, to see Jeremy, Iron, Jeremy Irons play Alfred. I thought that was a cool kind of a different take. Now, um, let's talk a little bit. I was trying to find... Trying to find something here, and I'm not seeing it. So let's just keep moving. Um, as far as the bad guy goes, like I said, you know, the situation arises kind of, su- you know, it's, it's kind of subtle in my opinion because there's just so much fucking story going on. It's kind of subtle. Um, and then the mother boxes start getting taken. They get taken, again, from Atlantis and, and Aquaman's world, which was kind of kind of cheesy in my opinion. Um, the way that he just kind of took it from Wonder Woman's world, I felt like was kind of cheesy. And then, of course, Cyborg had the uh, the third mother box or what have you. And then he essentially gets a hold of him. I still don't really care for the way that a the way that they set it all up. B, he didn't seem like that tough of a bad guy. And again, I part partly believe it's because. They didn't give him a lot of story. They didn't give him a lot for you to give a shit about. Like, oh my gosh, he's doing these things. It's like, I'm taking a mother box and I'm going to go do this and I'm going to do. So I just felt as though um, there wasn't a lot of skin in the game again from the audience. Cause you know, if you, if you consider what you're watching there, it's like Batman sees a, uh, a fly creature swats the fly creature Batman starts to think that something bigger is afoot because of this, this, and this. And then essentially he goes out and tries to find the team. And then, uh, you know, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh, Cyborg, Flash, uh, you know, okay, here we are. Now he's got the mother boxes. Let's wake up Superman. We don't know what that means. So let's get into a fight with Superman. Okay. Let's now go after the bad guy kind of as a team, but we're going to kind of argue and we're going to kind of do this without a real plan. Now it's time to take on dude's army and all this too rushed being too rushed. Stories weren't told uh, to the level that they should have been decent casting, um, decent characters. I already talked about the characters I had issues with. Um, but when I feel like I'm watching a superhero movie, like I want, I want a little bit of emotion hooked to it, but I want to give a shit. I want to care about one side or the other or everything in between. Right. Uh, you know, an easy example is like watching Venom, you know, you watched Eddie Brock get do his thing and you watch the symbiote do his thing. But once they became a character together, it was like, I give a shit about this. I like the dude. I like what the symbiote's doing. And then I like that they're saving these people and they're trying to stop this other, uh, the evolution of symbiotes. Like, I care about that because the way that they told the story. Justice League, I didn't care about it. And that's, maybe that's just me. Maybe it's the 6.3 rotten, you know, 6.3% liked. Maybe that's everybody's problem with it. I don't know. Um, But I feel like, had they told more story and they added some clarity to the goofy things that did take place, it definitely would have been a benefit to the film as a whole. With that being said, um, the, you know, there's a bunch of questions. There's a bunch of things that I could go into. I don't want to make this a super long episode. That's how I feel about the current justice league. My expectations. <clears throat> and part of this, I know is going to come true. 
because we've already seen trailers and and it's given a little bit of sight into what the Snyder Cut's going to be. One, um, I know that there was some conversations on let's make it a miniseries. No, we're making a movie. No, let's make it a miniseries. No, let's make it a movie. Now it's a movie flat out. It's four hours, I think nine minutes. Double the length of the original feature film. I think what that does, if I were Zack Snyder, and I believe it is, what he has done is to try to tie back to some of the other films, um, or in his case, he can even tie to current films because the movie was released originally in 2018. Here we are in 2021 when he finished. But try to tie to, you know, some especially these makers, Superman, Batman, um, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Try to tie those stories that have already got some of the origins stories out there. Try to tie to that so you have some connectors. Tell a little bit of story. Flash, Cyborg, come in with some story. Make us care more. Make us want them to be a part of the team. Make the team want to be a part of each other. And then make us care about what the bad guy is doing. Um, I know that obviously one of the big hype things is that, hey, we, you know, we up we updated uh, what dark side and we added all of this stuff as far as the bad guy goes and the new sequences and this. I hope so. I really do. I hope they start that in the beginning and run it through. Um, so if Zack Snyder um, tells a little bit more story again with. Uh, the main characters and a little bit more than that with uh, the flash and with cyborg. So you feel like, you know, the character, all of the characters somewhat, and then you build out that enemy, the bad guy and his, his minions there enough to where either you feel like, Oh shit, this dude's strong or he's after it. Cause like Thanos was a perfect example of that, right? Thanos was doing some heinous shit the cool part was there was a lot of buildup to Thanos, but not a lot of film. When you finally got him, you felt like, oh, shit, this dude is when when you saw Thanos going after the uh, infinity uh, gems and the gauntlet and, and just everything, you knew that shit was going to hit the fan. If you saw a sequence with Thanos, somebody was getting hurt. Something was happening. That's how you should feel when you see the bad guy in this movie, in my opinion. These are the most crazy crazy superhero in the universe that we're aware of as far as the DCU goes currently this bad guy has to be an epic bad guy and he has to be able to do things a certain way in my opinion to make you sit on the edge of your seat saying oh shit what is he gonna do is he gonna get the mother box not just kind of swoop in and be like oh he took the mother box you know a couple of couple of swift uh swings with the axe and then off he goes I just felt I, I just felt like it was cheesy. So that is what I would like to see. Um, we know, you know, cheat a little bit here. We know that the nightmare scene for Batman's coming um, with Jared Leto. At least we believe. I mean, that's what everybody believes. Um, and it sounds like they did extend uh, some of the stuff with Cyborg and, and what have you. So I would say my expectation, because they have four hours, that's double the length, is build up all those characters, continue telling the story, um, fix the CG eye that had happened to Henry Cavill's lip and let him, let him have a little bit more character in this too. Um, and then beyond that, it's like, okay, so now 
the most one of the coolest parts to me outside of rewatching this and hopefully seeing something well well crafted or better crafted as far as the whole thing goes is to see okay where are they leading us because that was the other thing throughout the movie and the story was like i consistently felt like we were kind of being led in the same the same direction and then you stall up over some pointless shit and then you kind of keep going and yeah so kind of mainstream that process mainstream the story arc so to where you're getting the action you're getting the sequences that mean something and then you keep going rinse and repeat building it up hopefully building up more stake right higher stake game higher stake game wanting and building the audience to be like oh shit what's next as opposed to okay now what's going to happen oh now they're going to be in a warehouse arguing for no real reason and then they're going to do this for no real reason Oh, okay. I guess I'm not sure. So that's where I would like to see it. Um, we all know again, the Snyder cut double the length. He spent something like 70 or 80 million on the, uh, the Snyder cut. He also had several retakes with actors. Um, so that's exciting. I mean, I am genuinely excited to see how the Snyder cut shakes out. I want to see it. Um, I'm hopefully I'm going to be out of town. I'll hopefully be able to get it downloaded before I uh, am in transit so I can watch it. If not, I'll watch it when I get home or both. And uh, the plan from there is this, folks. Dustin and I have had, have had have been fortunate enough to do this several times over, and that's where we heckle or talk about this movie, watch the new version or next, next movie in most cases, um, and then rebound and give our opinions of, holy shit, that was amazing or what have you. So the plan is we both have our side, side A and side B, which is like your cassette tape. We're hopefully going to have the opportunity to get together uh, after we both fully watch the Snyder Cut, and then we're going to give you our thoughts, our version. Did it live up to all the hype that's based around it? And did, did does it smash the original we i hope it smashes the original i hope that thing blows up it's ridiculously huge the story is ridiculously good there was a lot of things corrected and it paves the way for justice league 2 and paves the way for uh the continuation of these characters and the actors that play them um so this isn't one of those like wonky things because i still think batman versus superman is that thing i think that was uh not as well done as as it should have been and uh, I'm not getting into that today. Maybe I'll do that in a future episode. So that is what we have going on, folks. Um, midweek special here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment. If you like the podcast, if you like this episode, give it a comment. Please drop a review about the podcast on whatever platform you're you're listening to us off of. We appreciate it. Um, we've got a lot of content coming out. These weeks, which is incredible, we're dropping, you know, between four and six episodes a week for you. So you're getting new stuff all the time. All right, guys. So check this out. Make sure that you've seen the original Justice League. Check out the Snyder Cut here in the day, uh, in a day or two, depending on when you listen to this or maybe you're listening to it post. Um, Drop your comments. What do you think of the original? And if you've seen the if this is a past you watching uh, the Snyder Cut, drop a comment on both versions. What are your thoughts? Interested to know. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you didn't listen to uh, the other side of the story, Dustin's side of it, make sure and listen to that 
as well. Have a great week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Talk to you later. Bye.